all your Blue Jays rumors, news, transactions, and analysis right here every week on Inside the Dome Podcast. Now here's your host, Derek and Johnny. Welcome back to Inside the Dome Podcast. DB here with Donnie. That's me. Your favorite podcast <laughs> that has an inside connection to Mark Shapiro and knows all the Blue Jays free agent moves. There you go. That's a good one. Uh, so, uh, different episode today because we have no uh, Blue Jays um, games to cover because uh, they broke our hearts and didn't make the playoffs. So, uh, But we're going to talk about the, uh, the playoff series going on with the AL and NL. And we're going to be talking about... So maybe some Blue Jays off the uh, off season kind of like preview or things that we think might happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of exciting games that have happened lately with the NL and ALCS. But the last time we were here, the NLDL was in the last uh, game, game five. That's and, right. And this was a good game. It came right down to the end uh, between the Dodgers and the Giants. Yeah, and I think this was probably the most exciting game front to back just because it was a pitcher's duel. Uh, and the Dodgers did uh, do what we expected, DB. We said last time that we expected the Dodgers to win. Yep. Uh, but I specifically said, you know, there is a path to the Giants winning, and that's just Logan Webb pitching a gem, and Logan Webb did just that. He did. Unfortunately, the uh, the bullpen gave up the lead, and the Dodgers were able to come away with the win uh, off a uh, Chris Taylor home run. Yeah, Chris Taylor does it again. But then the controversy was the call strike on a, a nose swing, but to be honest, I don't think it would have mattered. No, it wouldn't have. And I mean, Wilmer Flores, if you're <laughs> out there listening, no offense. Um, I heard he was something like 0-17 yeah. against Kenley Jensen. And normally I'm like, okay, pitching like pitching matchups don't matter. Because for all you know, like he could have gotten hit like all the times the pitcher was bad, or the pitcher could have gotten him out all the times the hitters were bad. I do tend to believe it when it's you know zero and seventeen sample size. So Wilmer Flores, like whatever. Sorry, no, buddy. If that no swing was called a ball, that's one and two, and he was going to just strike out on the next pitch. Uh, it yeah. wasn't going to make a difference. Jansen had the advantage. If yeah. it wasn't for that Darren Ruff home run, they wouldn't have been in this game. Oh, and the pitching from Webb. Yeah, exactly. The The pitching from Webb. They were their standouts. Yeah, if this wasn't the uh, the Eddie Rosario postseason, I think even though Logan Webb got eliminated in the first round, I think this would have been like the Logan Webb breakout, like coming out party where yep. everyone, everyone that didn't see the Giants this year kind of saw like, oh, wow, Logan Webb is the next Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, he's good. Matt Cain or Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum, that's a name. Yep, the freak. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I think good on the Giants. They have Logan Webb for the long haul. The uh, The national audience was able to see him for a bit. Uh, but like we said, DB, the Dodgers, we just thought were too strong. But Yeah, we were right, so our prediction stays true. But uh, I don't know about coming into the... Uh, 
NL and, and ALCSs that uh, our predictions are going to stick. Maybe for the AL. Yeah, I think going in, the popular prediction was uh, yeah. Astros and Dodgers in the World Series. Uh, everyone wants to watch were, the world yeah, burn. They were the two you know, best teams on paper, or so we thought. But, you know, DB, we talked about this last week, talked about the Braves and, and Brewers and LDS. Yep. That, you know, the Braves were able to take advantage of the Brewer shortcomings on offense. Yeah. And the Braves have kind of done the same thing with the Dodgers here. Uh, the Dodgers, we talk about their lineup being good and their pitching being good. Dave Roberts has new starters to come out of the bullpen on their side session days. Yeah. Uh, Max Scherzer did it uh, in that uh, NLDS uh, finale. And then when he started game two uh, for the Dodgers in this series, he basically admitted afterwards once he got pulled out of the game. And Max Scherzer never wants to come out of a game. No. Nope. But he knew he had nothing. Yeah. And he said he had a dead arm because of the two day layover yeah. after pitching in the game scenario. So what do they do? Julio Urias, same yeah. thing last night in game two. They brought him out in the bullpen. He gives up the what ended up being the game-winning run, and then he starts yesterday, and he sucked. Yep. I mean, he didn't come out and say, I had a dead armor or whatever, but there's two times where, uh, for Urias, it backfired because he wasn't good relieving or starting. Yep. Scherzer was good relieving, but he then couldn't go deep in the start. And now the Dodgers are in a position down 3-1, um, yeah, they're where in they have to go to a bullpen game tonight, and you know elimination I, game too. Yeah. If what they were down three one, they were down three one last year, DB too, and they end up oh, making yeah, it. They were they were down two nothing to the Braves. They blew them out in game three, yeah. and then they lost game four. But then they won game five, six, seven, made it to the World Series. Might happen. But that's but, the thing. If you told me, okay, the Dodgers are down three one, but they're going Scherzer, Urias, Bueller in games five, six, seven. I feel a lot more confident about that. But when you tell me it's going to be a bullpen game tonight, I don't feel so confident. Maybe they can get by the skin of their teeth and I'll feel better with Scherzer and Bueller likely going in game sixes and seven. Yeah. They have a chance, but... Clayton Kershaw is not going to be pitching, right? No, he's, he's not on he's the roster. He's too ro- hurt. He's not on the roster. He's not pitching the rest of the year. Wow. Um, but That's a big loss. The Braves have been able to take advantage of not only that the the starters coming out of the bullpen they have no bench the the yeah. Dodgers went to the World Series last year who's on their bench Jock Peterson who's on yep. the Braves bench yeah well, Kike Hernandez playing, though. yeah Kike Hernandez who's you know starring for the Red Sox yep. in the ALCS well and the ALDS and the before. Chris Taylor and well Chris Taylor was starting for them oh, last year oh. so I mean we made fun of the well I mean we didn't make fun of it we just were like yeah it's not gonna work long term the Albert Pujols trade to <laughs> the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, and kudos to Pujols. He had a yeah. productive season just batting uh, against left-handed pitching. Yeah. Uh, but he's your big bat off the bench. And it's just that yeah. is being shown in this National League series where pinch hitters are kind of a big deal when you have a pitcher spot. Yep. So they don't have anyone. And, you know, now obviously the Max Muncy injury on the last day of the season hurt. Oh, that hurts. A lot. Uh, and now Justin Turner is likely out yeah, for the rest out. of the playoffs. Yep. So that just Who are you weakens gonna have that bench. Starting now? It's it, probably going to be Matt Beattie. Is, yeah. Uh, or third base. Yeah, it, they might bring Gavin Lux back on the infield, so. which he's had a couple errors out in center field. Yeah, this could has. be a good reason to. You move Mookie Betts over to center and you stick well, one of your extra outfielders. Keep Bellinger at first base. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, you need infielders. Yeah. 
So, I think so. Yeah, and Bellinger's been playing and what, good at first base. Yeah, but, I mean, Mookie can handle center, especially and in a one-game scenario. Trey Turner at the shortstop. shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think they're kind of stuck with needing the bats on the infield, that they'll have to move Lux back in. Um, yeah. But who knows? We'll have to see what happens tonight. Yeah, you're not going to be playing Billy McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Jays legend. Yeah, or... Uh, <laughs> What was the other one? They got Zach McKinstry. Oh, I haven't even seen him yeah. much. I think he's probably, he might be the one added to the roster. We'll see. Yeah. Is uh, Billy McKinney on the roster? He's not no, on the, no, the playoff right now? roster. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, maybe he gets added. I don't know. but Good old Billy McKinney. Yeah, we will uh, We will see what happens there. But yeah, the Braves just, they got their starters going, and they're just getting the timely hitting in the late innings. Jock has been pretty good. They've yeah. been playing him now all the time because he's had a hot bat. Well, and Soler has got COVID still. So oh, does he? he? Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. hasn't. So And Rosario, what a yeah. pickup he was. Yeah, Rosario is, this is the Rosario breakout playoff so far. Yep. I mean, even if, I mean, unless one Dodgers batter goes crazy, even if the Dodgers happen to win the next three games, you might still see a situation where Eddie Rosario gets the NLCS MVP just because he's been so good he's in been the unreal. first four games. Um, he's been unreal. But uh, flipping over to the ALDB, uh, what do you make of this Red Sox and Astros series? Uh, this, this is a really weird series. This is the series I've probably watched the least so far. And see, it's the opposite for me because I've watched yeah. it the most because I, you know, when they're both series are playing, the Red Sox and Astros play at five. Yeah. Uh, so normally my wife's still working, so I'm able to watch at least yeah. most of the game before she's off and we have to go do errands because for whatever reason, October is freaking insanely busy yeah but uh yeah this has been an interesting series the astros won game one it was a close game and then the red sox just completely annihilated them in the next two games well it was nine five but again it was like nine two and they got like yeah they got three runs in the ninth inning right i saw the highlights of that game yeah um houston starters were bad in all three games i don't think anyone pitched four innings i think their the longest start was someone went 3.2 innings yeah okay uh so the the astro starters were not good they were lucky to get away with that uh that first game win the red sox just completely clobbered them in games two and three and you were like oh no the astros are not good they're not getting the starting pitching, which was the one advantage they had. The Red Sox bats are hitting them. Oh, yeah, but those then, Red Sox bats were looking good. But then I saw lots of errors, Red Sox. Oh, yeah, the Red Sox do not have a good defensive team. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber made a few errors. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber. I mean, again, to Kyle Schwarber's credit, he's never played first base before the Red oh, Sox he hasn't? traded for oh. him. No, it's a Gavin Lux situation where ah. they traded for him, and they were like, yeah, you can play some first base, right? And he's like, sure. Sure. He's not going to say no because then he doesn't get a spot, right? Well, yeah. I mean, they traded for him to be a big bat at first. He was injured at the time, so yeah. I'm sure they figured, oh, well, he's going to need some rehab He's starts. been good, though, swinging the bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what you're getting with Kyle Schwarber, and he's setting yeah. himself up for a pretty good free agent contract at the end of the season despite his uh, injuries. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then games uh, four and five, the Astros just blew out the Red Sox. For the most part, you know, they were both. Well, no, yesterday's game was not close. Oh, no. But the previous... Oh, in the sixth inning is when it started to get blown up, right? Yeah, it was like 2 nothing, and then it was like 7 nothing. But in the game before, it was, you know, 2-2, and then there was, you know, a controversial call that, you know, scored the run. Uh, I believe it was Nate Devoldi came yeah. in. Again, um, 
He's been their Alex, best pitcher, Al- though, hasn't Alex, he? He has. Alex Cora is doing Dave Roberts Dodgers, where he's bringing Nate Evaldi in for his one-inning side session in a game. Yeah. And uh, it did not go well. He Yes, he that was a strike. However, that umpire, if you watch the whole game, the umpire was all over the place with what was called a strike and what oh, was called was a it? ball. Lots of balls up in that area were called balls, whereas pitches six inches off the plate were being called strikes. Uh, just had a really strange strike zone. Yeah, so, that happens. So, yes, that sucked. However, okay, that would have ended the inning. It didn't. The next pitch, he ended up getting a hit and scoring a run to make it 3-2. And then they just kept pouring it on. It was 9-2 before you knew yeah. it. And it was a late-inning meltdown by the Red Sox pitching staff. Yeah. And then, like you said, yesterday's game, uh, they was, were hang, hanging on yeah, to a tight lead they were. until about the sixth inning. Which, this is the Red Sox weakness. The Red Sox weakness is middle relief. They know what they're doing at the back end of their bullpen. It's getting from yeah. the starter, too. And Chris Sale, he was rolling, and then he gave up that homer. Yeah, to make it 2-0. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then he just couldn't come back. And then the Astros starter. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Framber Valdez. Finally, yeah. the Astros got a good start in Game 5. Didn't he go 5, no hit? He had a no-hitter going into the 5th, then he gave up a hit. And then I think he hit the next batter. So it was like, oh, is this where it unravels? But then he was able to get a big double play uh, and get out of the inning clean and never really ran into any more trouble. No. So, yeah, the Astros seem to be rolling Oh, Ash, the Astros' bats right now are off. Altuve's playing elite. Bregman and uh, Brantley and Tucker, they're all going. <laughs> Yuli. Yuli. Their lineup is so deep. deep. It's, it's ridiculous how yeah. deep that lineup is. Yeah. I don't even think they have a bad hitter on the... I mean, their platoon in center field isn't the greatest. Would you say, what's his name, is the weakest hitter? Like, uh, not weakest, because probably, I don't know who the eighth and ninth hitter are. It's uh, the So their weakest... Their catcher, though, yeah, right? Yeah, Mar- yes. Martin Maldonado. Uh, Maldonado, I thought so. But he's really good defensively, and he handles the pitching staff well, so there's a lot and, of value And you that. have one to seven of yeah. sluggers. Yeah, and then your number eight hitter is the the center field tandem, Who's which that? was uh, Chaz McCormick and Jake know. Meyer I don't going know. in Are the they playoffs. bad hitters? Or they're league average, average hitters. Oh, that's still uh, they're, good, they're, they're both rookies. Meyer got hurt in the uh, White Sox series. Oh, okay. Um, so Jose Siri has been that end of the platoon since. But that's uh, that one to seven. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Reminds me of the Jays lineup, but I think a bit better. Yeah. The Jays lineup, though, is deep. Yeah. Dan Schulman was saying he thinks the Astros have a bit better bats. But who knows with uh, how the Jays would have been doing and if they made the playoffs, yeah, right? Who knows? We wouldn't have this magical Red Sox run. Nope. Um, certainly the Jays would probably have, have the, the best starting rotation. Um, Just the bullpen. Yeah. They, they would definitely have the best starting rotation in the American League if they made it. Yeah. Um, especially since the White Sox are out now. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's looking like I don't see Houston losing no. two at home. No. It, if it was in Fenway, then I could see that. But No, they're not losing. That's what, like... Even though the Dodgers are down by worse, like the Dodgers are down three to one, and Houston, the Red Sox are only down three to two, I can I would be more surprised if the Red Sox the won Dodgers. this series than the Dodgers yeah, did agree. at this point. Because the Dodgers just need to steal one game, and then I feel like you can reasonably give to them the honest, advantage. To be honest, I think that that series is going seven. The Dodgers series. It could. It could. It I think Dodgers year. win tonight. 
Yeah, I, and I think tonight's uh, the one I'm not sure about. I I, 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 think the Dodgers need to steal it, and if they steal it, I can absolutely I'll, see I'll be the Dodgers winning the tonight. next two. But uh, yeah, Houston, I don't see losing two in a row at home. Um, but yeah, I think that about sums it up. I mean, by this time next week, we'll have the CS is finished, and we'll yep. have the first two games of the World Series to talk about. Yeah, because um, they're so just near the end right now. Like, uh, Red Sox and Astros are going into Game 6 tomorrow, and yep. uh, Game 5 is tonight with the Braves and Dodgers. So, yeah, we'll have the probably the World Series matchup by next week. Yeah, we will. We'll have the first two yep. games in the in the book. Uh, so, DB, we, ended, we, we talked last week before the Giants-Dodgers games. We did our predictions. Uh, what's your prediction for the World Series matchup? Are we gonna get Astros Dodgers? Is it I'm, gonna be Astros Braves? I'm thinking or the Red Ast- Sox gonna sneak in. I'm thinking that I want to say Astros Dodgers still, but the way they're pretty banged up, the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers will might push it to seven, but I think the Braves are gonna win now. Yeah, I think I think three to one is a big hurdle to overcome. And, and they yes. could have won the the game before the Braves. Yeah. Yeah, all the the Braves and Dodgers games have all been incredibly close. Yeah, um, yeah. Last night wasn't, um, but the first three certainly were. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah I I'm with you, DB. I don't I don't even know. I think the Dodgers might be going home tonight. I just think too many obstacles. They might steal tonight, and if Bra- they do, Braves hitting has been better. Yeah, and if they do, I'd feel more comfortable picking the Dodgers. But I just don't think, in good conscience, knowing that they're going into elimination game. With a bullpen uh, day pitching, I got to go Braves in the World Series. And, yeah, the Astros. It's funny. If we recorded on Tuesday, I would have said, you know, the Astros are done. There's no way the Red Sox are looking too good. But the Astros have turned this around. And, like I said, I don't see any way where the Red Sox take two in Houston. I agree. So, I'm saying uh, Houston-Atlanta World Series. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going the same boat there. Houston and Atlanta, I'm thinking. Yeah. But uh, who knows? You can never count out those damn Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. They've been there a lot before, so we'll have to see what happens. But uh, DB, I guess from here, we talked at the top of the show that we were going to jump into uh, Blue Jays' off season, and, you know, the kind of stuff we can expect and what, you know, what we want to happen maybe in a perfect world. Uh, we might as well jump in here. Uh, to that talk now they have a couple free agents i believe there's eight in total two of them are relievers that barely pitched kirby yates got injured in spring training See ya. yeah so he has never pitched david phelps got See injured ya. early in the season since we're on the topic of relievers joaquin soria is a uh, free agent as is uh in the rotation steven matz and robbie ray um yeah yeah you might see i'm thinking one of them stay yeah, it, I think they're going to look for those type of pitchers. I just don't know if the costs will line up. And then, of course, on the position player side, uh, the two trade deadline additions in Corey Dickerson and yeah. uh, Gerard Dyson yeah. are free agents, as is Marcus Simeon. Yeah, that's the big one, I'd say. Yeah, so I think the main focus of concern for the Blue Jays this year will be the pitching rotation. They need to build out that depth yeah. like they had last year um, where they went into, I mean, they technically went into spring training, I guess, with Tanner Roark as their fifth starter. Ew. But that's just because they were paying him a shit ton of money. 
they did yeah. have guys like Ross Stripling in in uh in the pen, and then they had Trent Thornton, Anthony yeah. Kay, Thomas Hatch in the in the minors that they knew that can take starts if they needed them. Unfortunately, they needed them right away because Nate Pearson also got injured, and then. But then Alec Manoa came out of the woodwork and was uh, earned himself a spot on the rotation now. Yeah, but I think realistically, you need to plan to go into next season with Alec Manoa as your fifth starter. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say fourth. I mean, I mean, yeah, you ideally you want him to take that next step up, but you can't expect him to do what he did again as a rookie yeah like you hope for that my only question is whether the blue jays spend money or if they try to get the next steven Matz, the next robbie ray because remember both of those were low cost signings uh steven Matz was technically a trade but it was because the mets didn't want to pay his salary and they didn't have really a spot for in the rotation for him because they ended up, you know, signing Taiwan Walker late. Question becomes, do they go after those types of guys? They might have to. Where they say, okay, who's this year's Stephen Maths that maybe is on a team that yeah. is paying them, you know, $8 million, but they don't really want to. Let's go and get that guy and maybe he'll yeah. pitch like Stephen Maths did last year. Same with Robbie Ray. I put up a poll on Instagram on Inside the Dome. On our Instagram page, mm-hmm. if you only could sign one, who would you pick? And the votes were Simeon with eighty percent over yep. Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe that. I think I might have. I might have voted once. <laughs> yeah, um, I I believe that because Marcus is the top second baseman. I think he'll market himself as a shortstop that yeah. can also play second base. Whereas you already traded for Jose Barrios, which was basically yeah. a Ray replacement. I don't. I don't think he's on that level, but I don't he think. Might. I just don't think the Blue Jays will go big, uh, in the rotation. I don't think they're gonna give Robbie Ray a hundred million dollars. Do you think he's gonna ask a hundred million, Ray? Yeah, he's in that neighborhood. Uh, I mean, realistically, the best starters on the market are Max Scherzer, yeah. who's you know older. He's gonna be getting over a hundred million dollars as well, really? but he'll probably get it on like a three-year contract. So yeah. someone's gonna be paying him thirty-five mil a year. Yeah. For a shorter term, Robbie Ray is younger. He's thirty. Yeah, thirty-one. He's, yeah. he's probably looking at you know yeah. five-year, hundred million plus dollar deal. Yeah. The where I can see the Blue Jays going after a top of the rotation starter is um, by trade. Hmm. I can see them. I mean, maybe not top of the rotation because you don't really need that, right? You have Jose Barrios. Barrios is one of the top. Do you think he can be a, your ace? Yeah, he's easily one of the like twenty best pitchers in the league. Yeah, and then you have you know Hunjin Ryu, who yes, coming off a bad year. So I mean, you're not at that point where you consider Hunjin Ryu a sunk cost. Maybe it's just he was nursing something, or maybe you know the pandemic got the best of him. Probably wasn't able to see his family. How long? Wasn't able to eat, with... eat, eat as much New York fried chicken. Exactly. So. And, you know, so you still got a pencil Hunjin Ryu in as a solid number two. So really you need a complementary piece that can be on that Hunjin Ryu level. Yeah. Um, so that's where I can see a trade working out. And there's a couple trade partners that I, I specifically think of DB. Yeah. One being the Oakland A's. We've seen their starting pitching uh, a lot this year and yeah. it dominated us a lot. Yeah. Guys like uh, Chris Bassett and Sean Manea are close yeah, to Manaya. are close to free agency. They're yeah. expensive. Oakland has a large arbitration class and our Oakland does not spend money. 
So they're going to need to get out, trade away with some of those players for prospects. Um, so hopefully the Jays can line up with Oakland. If not, there's another one in the National League in the Cincinnati Reds. Ooh. Cincinnati Reds have a pretty good rotation. They cut a lot of payroll last year um, due to the pandemic. Maybe now they're not cutting as much payroll. Yeah, and their bats really let them down. Cincinnati had some good bats. It was the bullpen they didn't have. Oh. Because they traded away all their good players. They traded uh, Raciel Iglesias to the Angels. Yeah. He was one of the best closers yep. in the American League. And then they let Archie Bradley go for nothing because they didn't want to pay him $6 million. Yeah, and then they have Joey Votto there left to rot. Yeah, and, and Nick die. Castellanos. But Nick Castellanos is going to yeah. be gone this year. Um, they still have Jesse Winker. Um, and Joey Votto's pushing 40, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's like 37, 38, something like that. Poor guy. So I don't know how strongly Cincinnati, I mean, especially seeing the cards run and the cards are going to do stuff to improve on the yeah. offseason. Milwaukee's close, you know, they're going to make adjustments. Uh, hitting, probably. Yeah. So is Cincinnati going to be able to, or do they kind of take a step back? Or do they try to trim payroll some more? Um, so they have guys like Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo that are making, you know, close to $10 million that are close to free agency. Maybe now's the time to cash in. As far you as, know, the Yankees are going to be going after some big players too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I th you know who I think is going to the Yankees? Who's going to Corey the Corey Seager. Very possible. The Yankees definitely need a shortstop. There was a lot of talk years ago about Trevor Story being that guy because yeah. he's from New York. But I think Trevor Story is looking more like a one-year deal, which, I mean, that could end up in New York too. Corey Seager is going to get paid. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Correa is going to get paid. Yes. Uh, and then Marcus Simeon is going to get paid to a lesser extent uh, just because Hopefully. he's older. But uh, yeah. we'll see. And speaking of the Cincinnati Reds, DB, they have some expensive third baseman in Eugenio Suarez and Mike yeah. Moustakas. Moustak so if Moustakas they... is still playing, eh? Yeah, he's only like 32. I guess he was young when he was with the Royals, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah on that young. run. But uh, yeah, so that could be a situation where the Jays use their financial flexibility to say, hey, we'll take the 30 plus dollars that you, 30 plus million dollars. Yeah that you owe Eugenio Suarez, along with one of your starting pitchers, for maybe a package around Lourdes Gurriel and a prospect. Yeah, even though Lourdes had a good year, I could see it. Yeah, well, the, the those are the type of players that people will want. People, yeah. Players that have upside, that are good, and that are on friendly contracts, and Lourdes still has two more years. So I, ideally, it would just be prospects, because I don't want to see the Major League roster get weaker, but... That could be a route I see the the Jays take, but they definitely yeah. need to do something to uh, to get that starting rotation back. But that's honestly what I'm expecting, DB. I'm expecting a trade for like a number two, number three, and then a signing of a number I could see four, uh, like a Stephen Matz type. Be because their bats pretty well aren't the issue. They're pretty so freaking solid. No, I think they will go George, after healthy George Springer too. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. He was on fire that second half of the season. Yeah, absolutely right, DB. I do think they'll go after a third baseman of some type. Yes, they need a first baseman with, with Espinal on the bench. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I like Espinal. Don't think he's a starter. Yeah, well, I mean... It's good fill-in. Yeah, by getting a, a, either a third baseman or a second baseman, whether that's re-signing Marcus Simeon... Well, or, they still have Bo, right? Or trading, yeah. And Vlad, they're not... No, they're they not. They still have a couple of rookie year contracts left, right? Um, there, I, I think Vlad will be arbitration, arbitration eligible soon. next, next year. year. 
Teoscar's this year, right? Teoscar's on his second year of eligibility. So Teoscar's under team control for two more years, I believe. That's good. If he has another year, you're going to have to pay him. Honestly, I think they should, but I don't think they will. No, I... Corner outfielders are the easiest thing to find. So I don't think... And he's... I wouldn't say he's the best defensive corner outfield no his bat though is yeah. better than a lot of them but who knows maybe yeah. if they want to keep the band together if they go on a run and you know it's possible but um usually corner outfielders don't get locked up especially um a guy like hey oscar unless he's willing to take a discount yeah but um i, I found it interesting mark shapiro in his end of year presser db made a comment basically saying that you know they will try to go after Mats and Simeon and Ray. However, they will also have to be prepared for moving on from them and finding replacements. Yep. That reminded me, for better or worse, of the uh, Kendris Morales signing. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Edwin Encarnacion yep. had turned down their offer, so they quickly pivoted to him, and then it turns out they could have got Edwin for... Cheaper than what they offered, or the same as what they offered. <laughs> I hope that doesn't And Morales happen, yeah. was, ended up being a train wreck, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. That's kind of what that quote reminded me of. But he also said that, you know, trading is going to be something that they heavily look into. So that's kind of where I'm at, where I think they'll make incremental upgrades through free agency. Yeah. Maybe you get, you know, a catcher, a backup catcher. Yeah, I think you need to, to go let, get a catcher with Danny. Yeah. Because Reese McGuire is shit and yeah. Kirk isn't ready. Yeah, I think Kirk will probably start the year in AAA and I think he Reese will go away. They might, uh, yeah. they <laughs> yes, must go, go away to a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, no, <laughs> they will keep him on the roster through spring training, uh, but then they, you know, I'd if rather they have Caleb him, Joseph. Yeah. Caleb Joseph. <laughs> he might be in spring training, too, as a bullpen catcher. We'll see. Or maybe playing drums to rush. Yeah, exactly. For, for the, entertainment. Ent- yeah, entertainment purposes <laughs> it's only. Only. They're like, Caleb, we need you to, to work a gig, come to spring training. Oh, yeah, yeah, bring, uh, don't bring your bats. Bring your drum kit, please. Yeah. <laughs> Which were just batting practice buckets. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, and the pylon yeah. on the whatever that. The hi hat. Yeah, thing. I yeah. don't know what it was. Some stand. Yeah. It's like a tripod or yeah. something. Just psh, psh. But uh, good on you. Yeah. So I. That's the kind of stuff I can see. Maybe they take a flyer on a guy that you know that has pitched well in the past, like an Alex Wood type. Although Alex Wood was good this year, so he's probably not. <laughs> but you know, yeah. last year's Alex Wood. <laughs> um, I could see them doing that through free agency. <laughs> Maybe a second baseman if they don't get any through trades. Uh, I know people are talking because you know. Hopefully that'll be Marcus. Yeah. Though. Well, Shapiro and Atkins came from Cleveland, Shapiro. right? So you say Shapiro, I say Shapiro. Everyone's talking Jose Ramirez. It's gonna cost a lot. I know. I don't. I, don't I, I, I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I like it, but that cost is gonna be like every prospect you have. Yeah. If you every. Got... <laughs> yeah. Well, write the pen and the paper and yeah. the checkbook, and you're bankrupt. Well, you have to realize this is like. If you thought Jose but Cleveland's Barrios, looking like they need to sell though because they suck or I, they're mediocre. Yeah, I, guess. I think Cleveland. I don't think they'll trade Jose Ramirez. You said yet. they can't afford him though, right? Well, he's on a team friendly deal for the next <laughs> year and a half. Deal. Yeah, so he's got another two years under that. I think this is the last guaranteed year, and then he's got a option, a very affordable option. Okay. I think Cleveland will look to trade him at the trade deadline if they're out of it, but I think Cleveland's going to try to make another run. Good luck. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) 
it's only the White Sox, right? Uh, like, I guess so. Yeah, that division. Yeah. I, for, I forget how dog shit that division is with the Tigers that were almost five hundred. Yeah, <laughs> and that was a huge plus. People were like, "Wow, the Tigers, the Tigers. are way better than we thought." <laughs> no, so, that division. Yeah, so the the Twins and White Sox are supposed to duke it out all season. The Twins faltered very early. Yeah. Who knows? The Twins could bounce back, but I think Cleveland's going to make a point of going for it they have young pitchers they don't cost a whole lot there's really no harm in it uh the return for jose ramirez in the off season will just be a little bit less than at the trade deadline at least now you can make some money selling tickets early on the season ticket yeah ticket. if you trade jose ramirez you're basically admitting like we don't think we're going to be able to win this year or next year yeah so I don't see that happening. Uh, sorry, fans. If they miss out on Marcus in free agency, which, to I be honest, not. I think they will. You think so? I... I think Marcus is going to prioritize playing shortstop yeah. on a team. That... Well, move Bo to second base. You, he sucks at shortstop. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, but he's also going to prioritize being close to his home. He's a West Coast California guy. Yeah, he is. Toronto's about as far away as you can get. Um, so I think Toronto would need to overpay, and that's not Shapiro and Atkins' MO no. to overpay. If they do go the free agent route, I can see them going after like a Cesar Hernandez type that's going to be kind of, you know, better. Well, I hope you're wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, they need to build out the depth on the bench, too, like you said. With yes. Espinal and Cavan. Like, I don't mind if you have one of yeah. those two guys at Kevin one Cavan should spot, not be starting. He but, showed it this year. Yeah. Well, we'll see. He still walks a lot, so there's value in yeah. that, especially at the bottom of the order. But you need to yeah, you need to have, hit the high yeah, fastball. You need to be prepared for Kevin not being very good with the bat and Espinal not being very good with the bat because neither of them have no a record power. of being good with the bat. No. So no. it's great that you know if you can get something if you have those two guys playing. Hopefully, one of them takes the role and runs with it. If not, then you got a guy like Kevin Smith in the minors that maybe he can. Or, uh, yeah, but he's coming out. He's going to bring in his comic books yep. and uh, Jay and Silent Bob DVDs. Exactly. Try to sell them to people. Uh, and uh, and the, the Jay to that Kevin Smith, I guess, would be Jordan Groshans, who's a <laughs> top prospect, okay. shortstop prospect in the minors. I think he finished in A this year, so he'll probably be in AAA. So oh, he's only a call nice. away. I guess he's their top shortstop prospect now at this point with uh, Austin Martin. Traded away. Yeah. So we'll have to see. But yeah, I think building out the depth is going to be very important. And that's honestly, DB, what I'm looking for the Jays to do. They need to get a second baseman or a third baseman. It'd be great if it was Marcus Simeon. And it'd be great if you got another like top tier ace like Robbie Ray was this year. But I just don't see it happening. Yeah. But at least if you build out the depth, then you injury-proof your roster. And as we talked about with the Dodgers, that's a huge deal because you lose a couple key bats at a bad time and you're you're screwed. It's great to say, oh, we have Bobichet at shortstop and Vladdy at first and yeah, Teoscar in the outfield, and that's great. What happens if Vladdy's out for the season before the season starts? Hope not. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want that to happen, but... You need to make sure you have enough depth. You gotta be realists, right? Exactly. Yeah. Vladdy's a seven win player for you, so if you lose those seven wins, you gotta make them up somehow. Yeah. So you gotta have that depth built out. Exactly. But with uh, that being said, not much in Jay's news coming out. We're out of stuff to talk about, pretty much. Hey, we didn't touch on uh, a very important offseason move. Okay, what is it? Jacob Barnes got DFA'd. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, that that was a foregone conclusion. I mean, I thought he'd be non-tendered, but I guess 
even though Soria's on the free agent, they had yeah. to put him back on the roster for him to become a free um, agent. Okay. So Barnes got DFA'd, which again, I expect it to happen anyways. Jay's currently looking at about a $100 million payroll with the arbitration players if all of them get tendered. Yeah, they don't have to pay Jordan Romano, right? Not yet, no. no. Unfortunately, because Jordan Romano's a closer, saves pay in arbitration. Yes. So if he has another full season as the closer, uh, yeah. they will be paying him a lot of money next yeah. year. Yeah. Ugh. Saves get relievers expensive real and, fast. And he had a lot of those last year. Yeah, he certainly <laughs> did, DD. And on that note, uh, the bullpen definitely needs to be upgraded yes. too. Yes, that was what I was going to say before we sign off, is the bullpen... Yeah, you got to make some moves. And I think they know they need to do that. I, th- so. I think so. I think they realized at the end of the year that you need that extra it's guy in the bullpen to, ba- to bump everyone back. Yeah, like you said, four guys yeah. you can trust. The, the, good, the good news is last year they went in saying, well, we need a closer. Jordan Romano nails out the closer. Yeah. You no longer feel that. You can get away with getting an, an eighth inning guy. And then bumping everyone back down. So you have Tim Meza, Trevor Richards, Adam Simber yep. pitching, you know, the seventh, eighth inning, sixth inning. You might lose Simber, though, right? The nope. guys you got from the trade? No? No, no, they're no. all on the... T- hey, I wouldn't mind David Phelps coming back. But not Brad Hand. No, I don't think Brad <laughs> Hand's coming back. Brad Hand's probably looking at a minor league deal at this point. Um, this offseason. Yeah. Brad <laughs> motherfucking Hand, my favorite. Yeah, yeah there's not too many... Uh, you know, as Neil Rogers for Jan Gomes trades. Ooh. That, yeah, that was a bad mm, one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't think the Jays will... Uh, it's been a while since they've had one of those bad trades, though. So hopefully, Yeah, they haven't had a really bad trade in a while. No, they haven't. Well, uh, maybe the Stroman trade, but... Well, I mean, Stroman wouldn't have done much for them. I said at the time, and I still say they should have extended him. Yeah. Um at the time, he wanted to be there, but, you know, Strowman has been on the record, he's a free agent this year, saying he'd welcome a return to Toronto, and I don't doubt that, but I think it's a situation where those bridges have been burned between yes. the front office and Strowman. Yes. I think if they did mend it, it's not going to be for long, and it would be bad. So, uh, Marcus, I'd love to have you back, a pitcher of your caliber, I just don't think it would work out very well. So I can't foresee that happening, unfortunately. Nah, too bad. So sad. And that's another reason I think the Jays will end up going the trade route for a starter. Might happen. If you're not getting Strowman, you can't afford Ray, you can't afford Scherzer. Well, Scherzer probably doesn't want to come to Toronto anyways. No. Then... He's like, I want to go to Washington or California. I think think he's in L.A. Yeah. The Dodgers... They're going to pay him. The Dodgers, like, they will pay you a lot of money for a short term, and that's going to be the type of contract Scherzer's looking for. Except for Mookie Betts. They gave him a lot. Yeah, they gave him a lot of money, but he's the the outlier. Yeah, he's the outlier. The number two player in baseball you can do that for. Yep. Everyone else, you know, even when Bryce Harper was a free agent, they... Bryce Harper might be number three. Yeah. Bryce Harper, they offered him something like five years... And like two hundred million, so he said no. Yeah, he wanted long term. He got three hundred and something <laughs> over thirteen years in Philly. Yeah, so he's stuck there. Yeah, I mean, Philly has good pieces. They just they're kind of like where the Jays are right now. If the season starts, yeah. they don't have the depth built out. Nope. They don't have a bullpen at all. So they literally sign eight guys in the off season. Oh. Be like, let's pan let eight guys pan out. <laughs> yeah, and then like seven of them don't which is weird like obviously you're not going to have a perfect 100 percent success rate but you shouldn't be missing on as many as they are yeah 
But them's the breaks, kids. Yeah, so I think that's going to be it for this episode, guys. Remember to follow us on Instagram at InsideTheDomePod. On the Twitter. On the Twitter at TheDomePod. And uh, don't forget, guys, City is a launch cart store. Use our handy-dandy code to save yourself 10% on your next order. Dome 10. Yeah, the DB's got it. I'm on it. That code is TheDome10. Save yourself 10%. Give us a couple uh, couple bucks. And then, yeah, don't forget to email us at InsideTheDomePod at gmail.com. Uh, but don't send us fake invoices like this person did. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't care we, about we my Norton protection. We don't want to be your clients. Leave us alone. Yeah, especially a fake invoice. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, and all the prostitutes that follow us on Instagram. We don't want to watch your, uh, your blowjob video. That's so sad. Uh, sorry. Uh, we at Inside the Dome Pod support sex workers. Yeah. Okay, sure. We, I'm just happily married, so I won't watch. I won't, I, support, I won't watch either. I support your decision. Yeah, yeah, I won't watch either. But All right, guys. Remember, tune in next week, and uh, we'll be back with more uh, chit-chat. All right. See you guys later. Peace.